You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. I want to know who I'm supposed to like in this movie because I don't like a single person at all. I did not have a good time. I had a stink face on the entire time I was seeing this movie. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Talking about Dope Breed 2. I'm confused. Just as confused as you are as well, too. I thought we were supposed to hate this guy. Turns out that I'm just kind of left to deal with him. It's not like I'm really cheering for him, but he's better than the alternative, which is kind of what this movie was. We seem to be having a good track record this year of watching some really messed up movies. Yeah, terrible. I mean, right right off the bat, Eric, I'm sorry to the fans. Welcome to the show. Terrible. I'm telling you, do not see this movie. Because I don't know who I'm supposed to root for. Now, it's been a long time since I've seen the Don't Breathe. We reviewed it. So I went back and listened to our review. I went back and watched the first movie. And the first movie left me feeling dirty. Not gross, but dirty. Sure. This movie leaves me feeling raped and dirty and gross. Like, how does this guy become the hero? I, again, when compared to the alternative, it seems like... Yeah, it sucks that they make this guy kind of the the good guy. Also, I just want to say, coming from someone who lives near Detroit, by the way, like mm-hmm. this is really pu- putting out a, a weird picture. Like, so apparently Detroit has a very bad meth problem. It also has an organ harvesting trafficking problem, as right as well as just um, a blind man problem. I guess who abducts children. Uh, the only problem that I would say that this movie shows in Detroit that is actually real is arson. Uh, Detroit yeah. actually has a little bit of an arson problem, but that's more for insurance fraud and not just for burning uh, or a meth lab blowing up for whatever reason. So I just yeah. want to clear I, that up for the for the most part. I know it's not going to matter. Um, well, my wife was very confused. She never saw the first one, so I told her a little bit about the first one. And, of course, my wife didn't pay attention until I said the words turkey baster. Uh-huh. And then she was like, what? I was like, yeah. So then we, she's like, okay. So we watched the movie, and she's confused. Uh, just right off the bat, I'm confused as well. So the movie starts. It says, we, first of all, we get this glimpse of this girl, this little girl, probably under the age of five, I'm assuming, yeah. Passed out. And then it says eight years later, and we see this little girl's training being chased by a dog. It's like, what the hell? And her dad is the blind man. Norman, right? Norman? Nordstrom? Nordstrom. Uh, Norm, Norman Nordstrom, yes. All right. Norman Nordstrom. We'll just call him the blind man because fuck him. Sure. And, yeah, it's, that's probably what he's better known as anyway. Blind guy. Right. And the blind man is training this little girl. And it's like, okay, so... Turkey baster chick gave birth and she's cool. Is this is this a prequel? No, it can't be a prequel because it says eight years later. It, wait, his his daughter died in an accident. I don't understand where we're going with this. How does he have a little girl right off the bat? Right? It's oh yeah. Without knowing what we know, it's just like how does this happen? Well, going from the opening scene, which was yeah the the fire and then some little girl walking away from the from the fire. Also, by the way, a lot of white people in Detroit living in these parts. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> she's walking away so what i got from it automatically 
because of knowing who the blind man is, is that, okay, I know that this is not his blood relative daughter or anything else like that. This has to be someone he, he had stolen. Well, that's, see, now that's the thing that I didn't think. That was my first guess, that this guy was so very determined from the first movie to have a daughter that he just stole one in, in, instead. That was my complete a guess of assumption. It's not even a break because it's a pretty, you know, it's like it, one or the other, you know? It's right. you, you are limited to your choices as to how or why uh, this girl is in the blind man's company. Right. I just, I, maybe, maybe, that's the thing is that because this movie is telling me um, that I'm supposed to like him, I think, um, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he has taken this child, not from adoption, ab- abduction. Maybe, maybe uh, there was, there was a battered woman and, you know, she thought that, you know, that, that this little girl would be better in his hands. I, I don't know, right, at this point. I'm just confused on why this is happening. And, like, he has, um, was that woman in the first movie, the ranger person that drove around? No, no. no. The no one okay. was in. The only person from the first movie was Stephen Lang, the, okay. the blind man. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, so she takes flowers from him or whatever, sells them in town, whatever she's doing, and the and the, and the daughter wants to go. Uh, Phoenix wants to go, and they're like, "No, no, you can't." And he changes his mind. Go ahead and go, and then boom, the camera decides. Shitty camera work, by the way. Uh, the camera. Pants the TV, organ doctor missing or enlarge or whatever. And I look at Gene and I go, ah, okay, people are going to steal her to harvest her organs. That's what this movie's going to be about. And she goes, really? I said, yeah, they just told us right there with the news clip. Right there. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, 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 Ranger, Ranger girl gets killed. You know, Ranger girl gets killed. Well, some and- creepy scenes first. The little girl goes to the bathroom. Yeah, okay, thank you for bringing that up. Little girl goes to the bathroom. On her outing and, with the ranger. On her outing right. with the, um, which by the way, I just just real quick to, to, to preface then, you, you can pick up. I think their only relationship is because the blind man from the first movie, if you remembered in his basement, he also had a lot of like, uh, a lot of plants growing. Right. I don't know if he's like some sort of botanist or if he's just a gardener or what his thing is. But I get, I think that he continued that from what I see in the house and is like selling these, these plants to like a nursery or uh, you know, whatever, whatever the ranger works for. And then possibly they know each other because of they're both service members, which by the way, it seems like everyone in this movie is, is either service or ex service members, which is another weird thing because it happens all the time. Like Rambo movies where, you know, or, you know, John wicks where it's just like, Oh yeah, it was an ex seal, ex seal, ex seal. It's like, really, John Cena, are you, you were an ex-SEAL member in this movie? Right. Never would have guessed it. It, right. always, it I, always seems to be an ex-SEAL. I love it, too, because one of the guys, when they were talking to the ranger guy, a ranger chick, they were like, oh, did you serve? Yeah, dishonorably discharged for dishonorable war. And it's like, shut Okay. You know, whatever. But Thanks, yes, hippie. But the, bathroom, but the bathroom scene you said uh, that you brought up, it is creepy as hell because she walks out, she washes her hand, dudes is like, hey, sweetie, or whatever. And the dog saves her pretty much, and she goes, "Snap my finger and he bite your balls off." Love that. That was great. That got a that got a you go girl moment for my wife, right? Mm-hmm. So boom, got that. Anyway, they go back home. We're gonna have a home invasion story, right? That's what these movies are. It is a home invasion story, and they kill the ranger, and they know that they have that dog. 
So they shoot and kill the dog. Now, I'm going speed round here because there's a lot of bullshit we're going to get into here very quickly. Oh, yeah. And I'm assuming we're going to talk about that very soon. So bear with us here, folks, because this movie is not telling us these are our characters. These are why we're supposed to like or dislike these characters. There is no these characters are gray. These are all black and white characters. Uh not skin tone black and white. No, course. they are actually black and white characters. They are white <laughs> characters dressed in black clothing. All of them. That's the tone that you get from this movie. It's generic. It's it's very simple to follow. It's made for children. That's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Person Absolutely dressed head to toe in black. You know that's a bad person. Or, or or people that think that Taken is the greatest movie of all time. Yes, I'm insulting on purpose. So it's more of a John uh, Wick. It's like a John Wick Taken. John Taken. Yeah. Yeah, John Taken. So we get our three dudes uh, coming to the house. Boom, they kill the dog. Now, the first movie is called Don't Breathe because part of the horror, if it, if you will, or the suspense of it is, you know, sounds because the dude's blind, right? So there was kind of like creepy moment in the house, right? The movie never really got out of the house, really, right? Right. So I think they forgot that he's blind and he became like maybe super blind because he found the dog dead in the middle of the night, which I know doesn't matter because he's blind. But how he found the dog, it doesn't matter how he does a lot of things in this movie. It, it doesn't matter. He's, he's now super blind. Yeah. And it's, it's terrible. So he finds the dog dead and the guys break it. Now, the girl who's been trained to be a badass is becoming a badass, man. She's fucking hiding underneath beds. She's hiding underneath cabinets. She's doing all these things for these little – it was it was cool to see her hide. I thoroughly enjoyed that part of the movie. I was like, oh, cat and mouse. This is great. This seems to and, be a trend too, like uh, um, the the older, wiser, seasoned paternal figure and then the younger kind of female – you know, uh, the, the scrappy heroine there, you get it in this, uh, Hannah, uh, Arya Stark, uh, 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 the last of us, you know, with Ely, which we're going to see a series of, on that pretty soon. Like this seems to be a, a trend in Hollywood that has been picking up a lot lately. And there was a few more, uh, there too, that there were some Netflix movies that came out in the series that came out and there was a Hulu one as well too. Right. But it's, it seems to be sticking to this, formula for a bit so i don't know if we're gonna see more of this but this is you know this is just another movie that fits into that category if i can please tell you since you said that i just want to bring it up now no other movies before this movie that i'm going to say done it before but since it came out and was such a huge success we're gonna follow in the footsteps this is logan clearly uh, another example yes that, that i mean that's what it is so hey if, if logan could do it right so anyway, these three guys break in. Nonsense ensues. Whatever. Guy, blind guy breaks the window. Whatever. Get, gets a fucking. Uh, I'm sorry, but gets um. Gets a gets a hammer to the arm. Right. He's cut. He's he's gouged. Little girl goes downstairs into the basement. Puts herself in this small little container. There's a nice little cage air hole up top so she could breathe. Let's go forward to what I thought would have been a great kill. What a great idea. It didn't happen as a kill. But I thought it had been cool. So uh, mullet blonde guy goes into the garage and sees other Slim Shady guy mm -hmm. trying to breathe. And we found out that the blind man uh, super glued his mouth and his nostrils. So he's suffocating. Great kill if that was going to be a kill. I thought that was really clever. I've never seen that before. 
So yeah. I was like, oh, that's neat. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. Like, I, I, I was like, okay, that's where this movie's going. Again, a lot of weird things happening uh, to, to this point. A lot of questions. Because, again, while this all this is happening, I'm questioning motive. Like, okay, if this is people who are transferring or trying to harvest organs, you've already made a kill from the ranger in the van. So, like, that's a fresh body right there that you could use to harvest whatever organ that, that there is. And that's a pretty good haul right there, too. But, no, it seems like these people, this this group, this gang, are going especially out of their way to target this little girl, which we have no reason for right now. It's just like, this is a lot of trouble just to go for one little girl. And it makes, my it makes no sense, but obviously it does, like, later on when the movie just uh, writes its way Turns. out of out of yeah however many different corners it puts itself in and uh it's just like why these people are serial killers these people are are psychopathic people three of three of these guys all ex-marines or, or ex you know uh, rangers or whatever discharged dishonorably discharged and just going around killing people and it's just like holy shit like what what is the motive in this it seems so ridiculous that these people would would do this but again here we are um Watching, watching this. These are the bad guys, right? Because they're doing it just seems silly without any reason. Who are the good guys? I mean, again, knowing what happened. It's bad in the first fight, movie, bad. This is this is I care yeah. a lot all over again. This is well, at least care. At least I care a lot. The main actress was at least charming. I mean, I don't, I, I, I didn't agree with her motivations, but at least I, I, she had some weight to her. Blind guy, he's just he's just a dick. And, and, and also these other guys. He just wants or, his daughter, or, man. This guy just he just wants his daughter back. It's crazy. So anyway, so I I, I, I like this super glue idea. I thought that was cool. I, um, I definitely had a grossed out moment with Gina when when the when the mullet guy said, "Open your jaw as wide as you can," and he stuck the screwdriver in his cheek so he could breathe. I thought that was cool. That's the only compliment I'm going to give it for the rest of the movie. I, that part kind of pissed me off, actually. First of all, like how did the glue that uh, that dries that fast enough, you know, like you had to hold that guy's head and face into to spot while you glued it, and probably had to hold it in there for like I, I don't know, ten minutes maybe, right? Oh, not no, not that man. There's been there's been some really strong like gorilla super glue I've used before in the in the past, and that stuff dries quick in seconds. That's a lot though. Okay, then fine, because I say he put a lot a lot on there. That's okay. Fine. Oh yeah. Either way, yeah, that I guy was able to cut been, his yeah. mouth open later on. It's just like, why wouldn't you just do that from the start? But uh, right. all right, well, whatever. Chaos ensues, and we got it's all fun movie stuff. And I'm not gonna. Is it is it fun movie stuff? Because I'm not having fun. I'm actually getting really annoyed. You and just then... complimented how about the kill about the some guy got a, his mouth and I would have complimented glued. it more if it was an actual kill. It wasn't a kill. I thought there. I, I thought this was going to be a kill. This because poor I don't kid, know. By the way, too. Oh my just, god. Uh, that slim shady guy. Uh, it just gets his ass kicked. The entire time that he's on. Yeah, camera. the entire time. Yeah, no, he was definitely like you know, like Joe Pesci with Home Alone kind of style. I felt, I felt relief for him when he died. I well, the way he went though. But okay, so then we get a douchebag guy goes downstairs in the basement and he's going to flush her out of the container. And then here comes old guy. We get a big fight. Uh, not even a good action scene because I wasn't really into it. I'm just like, okay, I mean, just a big fight. And then you know, oh, oh, oh. Hope they're bringing out the electrical wire. Something's going to happen, and we get an explosion, and just why? And I 
something happened to me when I was watching this movie when the bad guys went downstairs after the guy got cooked scene and they lingered, not the camera, the characters lingered on the death of this guy. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this has to be like their first time. Um, there's something different. Cause if these were just cold hearted, black hearted people, they wouldn't even blink an eye of a fallen comrade. Right. Yeah. So why are they staring at him? Like, uh, the main guy, I think they called him Raven, um, which who, who we find out later, uh, seemed to be bothered, took it personally. Right. So then they go upstairs to the greenhouse and that's when Slim Shady gets it in the face with a shovel, just wrecked really great and then we find out the reveal and it's confirmed later but the reveal is i think his name is raven but he has this streak of gray hair oh just Ray, like, raylan raylan okay i didn't know you talking about a person it's so raylan raylan is the well the you can see how i thought his name was raven no no I, I, I get you um he's the creepy guy in the bathroom yes right creepy guy in the bathroom um so raylan which we're going to change the name here very soon, says he's the old man has been lying to you. He is not your father. And I was like, yeah, obvious. Yep. I'm your father. And we're here to take you home, sweetie. It's like, what? You're No, you're not. It's a lie. That's clearly a lie. No, you're not. You're there for sex child trafficking. I know that's weird, but I mean, why else would they focus all their time on this little girl? And also, if they were not into child sex trafficking, why would they kill the uh, the ranger lady? There, there's no motivation for them to kill the ranger lady at all besides to give us a body count. Yeah. There's no other reason. No, no, I, I, I'm with you completely because oh. I had said that, oh, if you were the dad and you knew who took your daughter, you would call the police. And and that way you could completely remove yourself from the situation and make it somebody else's problem. Hey, police. Mm -hmm. um, I had a you know, fire hour minutes ago. Uh, somebody abducted my daughter. I found my daughter. It's this person right here. Yep. Let's do a DNA test. Take her. Let's figure it out. Boom. Let's move on with her life. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. Like what? Like I, That's a simple fucking thing. And so for them to go in and do all this. And then also like the guy, Raylan himself – what a like the entire time was just acting so weird and creepy and it's just like you mm -hmm. just you just don't seem you're just so weird and creepy even if you are the the girl's dad which you are uh, you know and then the mom later too even though you're the mom both of you are just so like awkward and creepy that i don't buy it for a bit and i think yeah. that was obviously intentional because we get that a reason that these two people are not um parents at all they have no um, no nurturing bone in their body. No, they don't. And we'll. <laughs> I'm gonna get really angry here soon. So there's a lot um, of cleanup that happens in dialogue here, buddy. Oh my god. So while this is all happening, uh, and remember, I said that they killed his dog, but guess what? They have another dog, and this dog's different because it's brown and not a black dog. That's the difference. And this dog's supposed to be their dog. But, you know, hey, old man. Every dog, by the trained. way, in this movie, well-trained. Of course. Highly well, trained. The, Can understand English. The old man has, yes, English is a big one for him. And old man has trained the dog. Man has tamed the beast. 
and and they decided to set his house on fire. They take the girl to an abandoned hotel that reminded me of Punisher Warzone. I'm bringing that out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself out loud. I'm sorry, why I say that myself? I said out loud to my wife. I said, how is the old guy, blind guy, going to find them in this hotel how many miles away? And then Gina looks at me and says, he's going to use the dog. I went, please don't. Please don't use the dog. He uses the dog. Yep. And how does he use the dog, Jordan? Go home. Ties it to a leash and says, go home. After befriending it, by the way, the dog and the blind man now have a connection as the dog was, uh, his life was spared uh, from the a burning building. You see, when the bad guys, Raylan and his uh, remaining crew, uh, Jim Bob, uh, is his actual name, uh, oh were God. attacking them in the house. Uh, by the way, they're breathing the entire time. They they didn't, you know, hold their breath as the movie suggested, breathing the entire time very heavily. They, mm-hmm. as a last effort, released the well-trained dog to go kill the blind man. After the dog stopped making noise, they assumed it was dead, and then they just burned the house with Molotov cocktails. Uh, Why not? A whole whole thing down. Hey, isn't your dog in there? Nah, who cares? Says says Raylan. Uh, he he he's cool with the no body, no death, and he and he takes off. Um, while this is happening, the blind man saves the dog. They become best friends. He ties it to a leash. Says, "Go home." The dog says, "Sure," and goes home. There we go. Now here's the question that I have for it. It's not a question. It's a statement. I'm sorry. It's a question and a statement. Um. Because I don't really want to rebuttal. <laughs> but it's like, how is a dog, a vicious dog, in a cage, controlled by these people, goes to attack the blind man, and then all of a sudden the dog's like, hey, um, blind man, you and I are cool now. And the blind man says, go home. Okay. I, th- this dog is not trained, but okay. So we go to this abandoned hotel, really creepy hotel and finally i'm happy at this moment eric because there's something that i can do in this movie that i haven't been able to do this whole time up to this point see this movie's very dark and i don't mean by mood the lighting was horrid oh another thing accurate see i didn't notice uh many or any uh, i think i'll have to take another look at it uh street lights in front of that hotel that's very detroit good job on that (laughs) it's very it's very dark they don't they don't keep the lights on do you know if they filmed this in Detroit? I would imagine that they did exactly what they did in the first movie, where they got the local shots and street okay. views from from Detroit, some parts of it, but everything else was in studio because none of that shit looked like anywhere that I okay. have seen. Yeah, fair, fair enough. That house that he's so, in, that, that is not a Detroit house. What the fuck is he doing chopping wood? You're uh, Okay, that's, I'm getting into a different argument here. Yeah, you're getting into yeah, because that's that's. I mean, I I have been to Detroit and visited you. That's not like, but okay, let's go move on. It's a beautiful so, Victorian style like wraparound. It, okay, go ahead. It's not in Detroit. Doesn't exist. <laughs> 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 so there's nothing else you can say but bark because it's so stupid. Um. So girl wakes up because she was chloroformed because that's what you do when you're trying to save your daughter from a blind man who turkey based a chick eight years prior. Right mm-hmm. is hey hey we're gonna chloroform you wake up hey sweetie I'm your dad 
this is what happened. And she's like, what happened? Oh my God. Right. And they're like, Hey, uh, I don't know if the wife said it or the dad, but who cares? They said that they were special cooks and they were cooking in the kitchen and there was an explosion. There was chemicals and the mom is, oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, there was an explosion and the old man took you from me, sweetie. And I'm here to get you back because for the past eight years, I've been in prison. So I'm coming to take you away. And then he's, she's like, eh. he's like, guess what though? You can go ahead and go. You are free to go. She's like, okay. So she gets her stuff. And I think she's either going to go to the all kid shelter or back to the blind man. Don't know where she's going to go. She's going to the shelter. She's made it clear. She made it clear at this point. Okay. She's going to go to the shelter and she walks to the front door and all of a sudden, we get Stephen Hawking. I mean, her mom. And nice. if you see the movie, everybody, you would get that reference. What her mom is this intro, Jordan? I, well, that's what I'm saying. We get Stephen Hawking. The mom comes out of the shadows in a wheelchair with her one ass cheek on the seat. That's, I mean, she's sitting like Stephen Hawking. She doesn't look like him. She's got like a gripkeeper voice, too. Like, oh, it's horrible. She's, she's skeletonish in a way, if that's a word. Well, when she emerged from the shadow, I was expecting some sort of, you know, like a disfigured kind of like burn victim. Instead, I just get, you know, some lady. Uh, uh, Fiona O'Shanessi is whatever the actress's name is. We just get her just chilling with her hair just wrapped up, just yeah. chilling, smoking and a cigarette. She's like, oh. Well, well, how the little girl knows that this is her mom is because she sings her a lullaby that she sang when she was a kid, so she remembers it and is like, oh, my God, Mom. And it's like, yeah. All right. It just seemed unnecessary. <laughs> Eric, dude, I am so ticked off at this moment, Eric. I, I, it just, fans, if, if you can hear my voice, <laughs> I'm, I'm not hold, hold on, hold on. We, we need to get to, to the best part. Really, get to the best really part. this is where the movie begins. If I Do you want honestly, to reveal it? If I can, yeah, if I can honestly say so. Please, After this, this is where you put your hands up and go down the roller coaster. This is this is exactly where. Um, the reason why, and suspicions have been confirmed here, the reason why they abducted this daughter is because the mother was uh, injured during the first meth fire that destroyed their house. And she's <laughs> coughing, not well. Mommy's not doing, you know, all that stuff shit again and she's in the wheelchair and she needs a donor to transplant uh, for a heart transplant it just can't be anyone it has to be a special someone a relative of sort they took their daughter back so that they could and the doctors there by the way too from the previous uh part of the be or beginning of the movie the tv screen yeah they are going to heart transplant the daughter's heart into the mom and also, they made it uh, very much uh, so you could hear it. They, like a point of fact, actually, is that, okay, uh, because of how special this is, we need to do it when your daughter is alive as well, too. Well, no. Yep. Okay. Go they ahead, said sorry. that. They, 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 they said that. So they had this weird sequence, and the daughter, Phoenix, is like, what the hell? And then she realizes that she's drugged because she was given a drink while this is happening, and she wakes up. Um, her and her mom, both in gurneys, and just like wired up, ready to go for the transplant. And that's when the doctor, you know, has his little little buzz saw, and we, we have to. She has to be alive when we do it. It's a special type of thing. And 
yeah, it's just like, holy cow, what what a turn this – it actually did like a couple circles really before the, this movie. And so now we're at a part where – and while this is happening, the blind man is kind of slowly recovering from whatever injury. Oh, he's he's walking, right, from the from – the, Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's literally walking, yes. And just then, just as the surgeon is about to cut in, suddenly the lights are, are turned off. Phoenix says some some shit about like, you know, oh you're in trouble now, type of thing. And I guess now we're rooting for the blind man, the person who abducted the daughter of some pretty shitty people. All right, so I cannot hold my tongue anymore. I, I Eric, I can't. This is nonsense. This is absolutely crazy. I, I mean, like, oh boy, is it? Yes. In a movie that is supposed to be of a high caliber like this movie supposed to be, I'm assuming, because the first one, we did not give the first one a bad review. So I just don't understand the concept of this. Hey, I have an idea. Let's make a movie where everybody are assholes. Yeah. I just don't understand the motivation. And how do you make a sequel of this? But, hey, they did it. To, to, to be parents that are meth heads. And the reason why everybody loves the mom and why they, why they say, you didn't say this part, and it pissed me off. They're like, well, we got to save the mom. Why? Because she's the cook. She is the meth cook. That's right. And she, like, in the oh whole God. operation, all uh, Jim Bob, uh, Duke, uh, uh, Raul, Jared, all of them. I'm reading the names off the cast list. Uh, all the gang, Slim Shady, you know, they were they were all part of this meth gang. So right. That's besides the one. Besides the one meth head, when they get ready to do the surgery, says, uh, this shouldn't happen. And the one guy's like, but she's the cook. And he's like, yeah, it shouldn't happen. It's like, oh, really? So right you were the guy. There is a good guy on, on this. Who he's is, not a good guy because he's, he's the asshole that came in earlier with the battering ram. He's Well, he didn't know them, but, I mean, he slowly picked up on it. Like, he, he was the he was the Jiminy Cricket the entire time in the movie. Just like, well, wait, we shouldn't do that. Wait, that wasn't a part of the plan. Wait, what about... And this is a setup to where at, at the end of the movie, when the blind guy does come in, guns blazing, and starts taking out all these guys, crazy style. You know, mm -hmm. it's like a mix of like taken with with Kevin McAllister. It's, Remember, everybody, he's blind. Yeah, he is blind, and he's in a, a hotel in the downtown Detroit area, presumably. Uh, or suburb of Detroit. When they say suburb of Detroit, it's like it's a it's, it's huge. That's it, it's taking up a lot. So we'll just mm -hmm. sure they could be anywhere. Uh, but he he's familiar with the area. Apparently, he knows he's super blind, as Jordan said. Right? He he's can, super blind. Tell me, he's not. No, that's exactly what it is. He's he's you know um, blood sport. He is Matt Murdock. Yeah, he's he's all those. That's what happens apparently when you become blind. Is that automatically all your senses are increased. But he's a Navy SEAL, so we were supposed to believe that, too. Oh, anyway. that's what I was supposed to believe. So he turns off the lights, bad guys go downstairs, in this basement that's kind of semi-flooded, uh, there's a bad guy dead, and they think that the blind man's dead, but as soon as they get a little bit closer and the ripple of the water comes, boom, blah, 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 That was a, that was a dope water. scene, actually. It was dope. It was just as dope as the, in my opinion, of earlier with the uh, super glue, but anyway. It, it exactly. Was dope. I, I liked it. I, I, I liked it. It was fine. It was fine. It was, a, it was, it was that have the, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the movie is kind of silly enough to where a, a simple scene like that made it better. Yeah, it made it better for that second. I was like, oh, action. There we go. 
And then, of course, you know, the one guy, he does it randomly. He, he misses or doesn't know that Jiminy Cricket, the uh, meth head with the heart of gold, is still there. And he says, hey, I ain't going to shoot you, bud. Uh, they're going to do this to her. Uh, good luck. Go upstairs and uh, and uh, have at it, bud. And that's it. Jiminy Cricket's gone. He's gone. We Yo, don't he's know where a he's smart at. guy. He, he, he's he smart. Kn- he knew. He, he, he knew. Yeah. He knows how to he play knew. the game. He ain't no fool. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then we get into the uh, pool scene where, you know, their uh, daughter is on mom's lap in the wheelchair, handcuffed to her. Dad is there. Organ guy is there. They are walking towards the pool, and the pool, of course, is drained, so there's nothing there, and it's a deep end pool. It's a and deep blah, blah. pool. Deep, ridiculously deep. About 50 feet, and, I think. And then a blind guy kills organ guy because I don't think he said anything but, like, two words. But anyway, organ, organ donor guy is dead. And then there's he, this. Yeah, he, he died because of crossfire, though, right? Crossfire. Well, yeah, but then there's also uh, – the also uh, this is twice the movie where the old guy throws these smoke canisters out, and and then you know the dad is shooting just blindly, and the little girl's behind the mom in the wheelchair, but the mom gets shot, boom, right in the chest. Mom's dying slash boom, boom, she's dead. Right, she's dead. little girl's there. Right, dad's like, Wah! right, and then and then old man and dad get into a fight. Mom's lifeless corpse in the in the wheelchair. <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face. Um, Mom's lifeless corpse starts to just so happens to roll towards the end of the pool. Little girl sees it. She's like, "Oh my god, mom!" No, she she falls over on the on the switch, right, causing the sure the the wheelchair to like do circles so that it like goes over the edge of the pool. Little girl grabs a machete and cuts her mom's hand off. Yeah, because she's she's arm. She's handcuffed to her mom, and mom falls off the edge of the pool. The daughter's on, you know, on on the above part, arm hanging over the edge because her mom's dangling. And daughter seems to be cool. These are handcuffs. It's gotta hurt. But yeah, she takes the machete and cuts her mom's arm off, or tries to. Now, wow. Again, another another BS moment is that this mom weighs a, a lot compared to that little girl, and that little girl was only keeping herself above the pool. By the tip of her toes from the railing, the mom's body weight would have pulled. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, yeah. that's right. She was like holding onto like a bench or something, right? With her feet. Yeah, with her feet. Anyway, so then um, we get the big fight with the dad and the blind guy, and the blind guy finally does the the line of "You're going to see what I see," and gouges out his eyes. Oh God, he's dead. And I look at Gina and go, "He's he's dead." She goes, "Well, yeah." Like how? He's gouged out his eyes. Very, very painful. You probably pass out, but he ain't dead. She goes, well, no. I mean, he he's dead. Look, his mouth's open. <laughs> I was like, okay. That was our conversation. And then, you know, little girl uh, – I'm sorry. Mom falls in the pool. Little girl's like, hey, old man. And he's just like, get away from me. I abducted you, and I'm a creepy old guy. And I, I played house for eight years with you, and that was weird, but go away. You I'm know? a monster. Ah, right and I'm, I'm saying it like that for people who may have not seen this movie and i don't know why if you're listening to the review of it but that's literally what he sounds like i, I i'm not even doing a character show like, that's got what he sounds like some weird weird accent where it's like a whisper 
it's weird. It's, it's it's old manish. It's it's weird. Yeah, but he he says that he's he's a monster, and it's just like yeah, he's like I, I've done just as much fucked up things as these people have. You don't you know I don't deserve you either. You're better off going somewhere else. Even though at this point, it really makes sense for the blind man just to take the girl. I mean, like the threat has been eliminated. You're basically just kind of free to live a, a free life now, but. You know. But take her into the girl show, whatever, but he doesn't. And then, of course, when she decides that she's going to go away, boom, dad wakes up from his blind stupor, stabs the old man through the heart with a machete, and it's like, oh, my God. And then and then she – how does she kill the dad? I'm trying to remember because I was so angry at this point. Little girl kills her mom and her dad, but how she killed the dad? Uh, What did she have? <laughs> See, you don't even remember. No, she, she – like – I think she impaled him. I think she had like a pole, right? Okay. Is that what it was? She had like some know, sort of rod fell. or like, you know, some sort of like rebar or something. It just, just like kind of. Well, he like, he like, he like stands up and he's like struggling, you know, and he, I'm a, and I'm going to look at my wife. I'm going to go, he's going to fall in the pool next to the, next to the mom, isn't he? And sure enough, he falls into the pool and dies next to the mom. It's like, oh my God. And the old man is dying of his wounds and. She's going to go to the little girl's shelter, and everything is great. <laughs> everything is fine. And then, and then, oh, mid-credit scene, um, old man's fingers are moving, leaving to part three. Oh Who's excited? Eric, you didn't give the first one a bad review either. This is Jump the Freaking Shark, man. This, I... is, not even, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is... This is a this is a new one. I, it's, what is happening? It's like, hey guys, you know that Friday Thirteenth movie we made? All right, let's gotta do a sequel. All right, who's gonna be the killer? I, I don't know the girl that survived the first one because that makes sense. Oh, okay. I, I just, I'll tell you what. What made the first one work was something that you had said before. Is because this movie's called Don't Breathe, and it built off of the element of hearing what was going on around you mm -hmm. you know like you are in a house because it's done from a unique perspective where you're in as, as these thieves and you, the threat is now this guy who cannot see and so you're just trying to walk around you know making as little noise as possible and mm -hmm. only in that game can you realize how much noise you actually make and so every little thing that you do becomes this big threat. And it's relatable in that way. It builds tension. It's great for that, especially when little parts like the shoes in Don't Breathe, where you know they, they take off their shoes and they, they're walking around. And then the old man finds that there's, there's two sets of shoes at the front door. So, and that's how he knows that there's somebody else in the house. It was a great element. It, everything worked. It pieced together. This movie is just action you know like it's just how can we get to the point where we kill something as fast as possible yeah completely different movies i, I completely different i i was not eric i cannot agree with you more i mean i mean the first movie was like oh my god okay no sights we have to do sounds and oh my god and blah 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 right i'm just like so into that idea great idea and this is just action sake you know what this movie is this movie literally this movie is Taken and Black Snake Moan had a baby. That's this movie. It's a mix of a lot of different 
a lot of different movies. It just seems nonsense. It just seems <laughs> quite. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like I I just it's not good. I'm still curious about it to see where they go with it. No, but you're it's not. like don't, I I, I, I am lie. somewhat because no, you're not. All right. You know you're not, Eric. I'm sorry to be a. I'm sorry to be that guy, but you're not. Because you know, if Jordan. you do a third movie, it's going to be another home invasion movie. It's got to be good. You're not excited. Here's Come the. On. But admit this: if they if they don't make a third one, I'm not going to care. But when they make a third one, I'm still going to watch it. And then Jordan will be here with you, right here, bashing the third one, because I'm disgusted. Producer Sam Rady Ramey called it quote the. Uh, only the greatest idea for a sequel I've ever heard. Period. I'm not kidding. Period. End quote. A great sequel to a movie about a guy who literally rapes a girl with a turkey baster so he could have his daughter back who died in a car accident. And he had the woman that killed his daughter accidentally in the basement. Pregnant. I seem to be a fan, as you know, of the crazy ridiculous as you know why I champion Fast and Furious. This movie is, if it's going to go holy shit bananas, then I want to see how far it can go. That's that's really what, what my interest it's, it's, a, it's a morbid interest. Do you know what I mean, Jordan? Where it's just like after seeing this, it's just like because this movie went a long way. You know, you, you asked a lot of your viewers to show me what you showed me Don't Breathe too. But yeah. if you're going to do it in Don't Breathe 3, don't hold back. That's your, There you go. Don't Breathe 3, don't hold back. They didn't hold back on this one. See, the problem is, and we'll get our popcorn ratings right after this, is I don't mind if we get dumb, silly, stupid fun, right? That's fine. But this movie's gross. It, it's, it's, just, it's just disgusting. Why have these parents involved? I would have, and this kills me to say it, I would have rather these people be child- sex trafficker people than having parents involved. I would have rather have this old guy not be a child abductor himself. I mean, I, I just would have rathered something because this movie just has a stink on it. I mean, I took a shower after this movie, Eric. I literally felt gross. I was like, these people are horrible all across the board. Yeah. So with that being said, we'll get into our popcorn ratings. For me, it's obvious I have to go this hard. This is a no bag. Jeez, you I just want popcorn. Throwing those out, buddy. This is my fourth one all year, bud. Keep going. I, and this is my fourth one all year. It's horrible. I mean, this movie is just as bad or maybe worse than Songbird. And I destroyed that movie. You, this you year. say that. Yeah. You use Songbird as like your bar. It's tell me Songbird is not one of the worst films we've ever seen. I, I think you hated a lot more than I did. That's for sure. I'm not. I'm right, not gonna valid. Don't catch me valid. saying it's a good movie, but at the same part, like continue, I, please. I, I'm just. I'm just disgusted. I feel gross. I feel dirty. I feel the same way as I did last night talking to you with this review today. Um, I, I. I do not think it was acted well at all. Um, the. the uh, the movie was dark, and again, like I said, I don't mean that by theme, but this, I guess, I, I, as well as theme. But like, it was it was so poorly lit, I could not see anything. I also hate the fact um, that that he's now super blind. Uh, it's just stupid the things that he did. It's just stupid what these characters did. It just doesn't make any sense. I've been in prison for eight years. Okay, so the mom wasn't trying to get the kid for eight years. 
You just forget about the kid until the husband comes out of prison and, oh, I need a heart. Stop it. And also, how do they know where the data was? They just so, I mean, like, did the movie actually show us the realization of the dad out in the public going, oh, that's little Tara or Tara? Did we have that reveal? I, I wonder, not really. I so wonder how did even, he know? I wonder even, to be honest, if the parents knew like where she was the entire time and only then decided to to wrangle her in because they needed her you know like it sounded like they could probably care less and be like oh good someone else is going to raise her for us right i mean like i'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it. again this is my popcorn review for you buddy and i'm like wait a minute i don't think there was a scene when he where he's like oh my god that's my daughter like none of that happened like they already knew which doesn't make any it's terrible 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 i'm disappointed uh, if there's going to be a three, which I'm sure there will be, I do not want to review it. We're going to, <laughs> but this is, Eric, if you give this a small, I'm going to be very upset because this movie's is horrible. Remember Eric, before you give your review and I'll close it on this, the blind guy gets to the bad guys because he tells the dog to go home. All right. What's your pop ready for? Don't breathe, Eric. Don't well, uh, based on that, I've everything that Jordan said. I give this an extra large bag, three <laughs> three refills, and a pop to go. Like that's it's getting great. No, I I would give this a small bag just because I <sighs> I'm telling you this was a, a a ridiculous movie. I have no plans to watch this anywhere in my in my future. But I know the story. I like this this same Raimi style type of thing where you know where it's just give me the craziest thing that you can think of i there there is an appeal to that jordan it, it works for trauma pictures and it's the same reason why it works in this okay so that there is an audience for it and i think it works rob zombie does the same way as well too when you get ultra dark so there there's at least room for this in cinema i want to see how far it can go that's the only reason why i'm going to be here uh, for for three, I don't care if there is a three though. This movie made money. It was budgeted for what fifteen million, and it's already made like forty six or fifty million. Oh my um, god! As the time as we're recording this, so it's made money during post pandemic too. So I'm gonna imagine it could probably only do better as time progresses. Yeah, listen, this movie lost its element. It says don't breathe. I wanted more of the first. I got none of the first. I got mm -hmm. instead a really ridiculous way to maybe feel bad about a really horrible monster guy who kidnaps and and impregnates an unwilling like what the fuck? It, it and to make this guy turn into a protagonist is just why what? How you know, like I, I understand there's not really much more you could do with this character, but the same part in Don't Breathe too. You don't have to have the same character. You could also do a whole new thing too, a whole new character, a whole new house or a building, you know, or, or new people. Um, it don't it doesn't have to be the same guy, you know. Uh, all these characters were just ridiculous. I believe, like would you had said, Jordan. If we're going to go that way, you might as well just have cowboy hats and all these characters, you know, just right. make them, you know, make them wear clown wigs. You too. 
let's let's get crazy. Make it so they're like they're not even like wearing it, but they don't even know that they're wearing it. You know. Right. So no, absolutely. Yeah. Let's let's just go crazy with this movie because that's all this movie is is just weird. We got some fun scenes out of it, uh, some fun action sequences or sequences out of this movie, but again, a lot of it just seemed a lot of this seemed so unnecessary. The whole dog death thing too. You didn't need to show that. I get that there's motive there, but you uh, you know at the same way you, you kind of really taking a note from John Wick and it's supposed to be what making us feel bad for the guy is is that maybe what that scene was supposed to do it just feels weird man this guy's a weirdo um so i don't a really weirdo want... and a rapist you see that's the thing uh so we can close I'm out the a, show I'm here not a rapist I, it's just i don't understand every I, think was, I think that was a good impression actually <laughs> Go <ahead. laughs> every movie has something or somebody for the audience to relate to it could be a horrible movie where a bunch of bad guys. The first thing that popped to my mind is Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. Not to be a Tarantino guy, but those are all bad people. But you at least found a character that you liked or that you see yourself in or you can relate to or whatever. Like, I mean, you at least have something. This movie, not a single average normal person can sit here and relate and care. I, it, it's it's dark. It's it's disgusting. It's gross. It's 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 terrible. And 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 not just the story is terrible. The way they shot it is terrible. The acting is terrible. There is nothing good about this movie. I, I liked that the bad guy had uh, an aquarium in his <sighs> in his okay. in his in his lair. That was uh, right. Kinda, that was kind of classic, there, buddy. Hotel. <laughs> oh come on, it's a James Bond fan. You should like that. I, I, I do, but I, I just don't understand why they're in an abandoned hotel, but there's electricity. I, I just don't. I, Not abandoned don't. if they're in it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay, there's no. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this show. I know I had a fun time recording this one. And, and Eric, I'm sure you did too. Thank you so much for downloading this, guys. Check us out always at movieguyspodcast.podme.com, also on all social media or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on and we are back every Thursday on your way to work to listen to us. So we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.